This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold well, on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I have a very special treat. I am happy to be joined by an OG Real Housewife of New York City, who is now finally coming back to our screens, whether it's the computer, the TV, the iPad, whatever. (laughs) She is going to be on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Ex-Wives Club this month. Please welcome Jill Zarin. You know... Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, okay, thank you. That's all, all, everybody who works for me, and I pay pay very well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And by the way, for those who have not seen a tour of this incredible location, I am so impressed. And, you know, the founders did this themselves, is what you told me. Yeah, we have a beautiful office, a beautiful studio, and I'm so happy that you are here in the studio. You need to do a behind-the-scenes tour. They've named different parts of the office after iconic either places or sayings of Bravo. Yes. Many Bravo. I'm sure you have other shows. But. Yeah, we have, a, we have a few. I've posted some, but th- there are lots of little Bravo tidbits around the oh office. Oh my God, there's a fish room, people. I know. Everybody wants to work here. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the place to be. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But we were talking, speaking of our workplaces, you have this business booming with you and your daughter now. I do. My Allie, she's here. So we'll get to talk to her a little bit later. But yes, Jill and Allie started during the pandemic, as you know, as our loyal, most loyal, original (laughs) customer of our tie-dye face masks, infamous. Sadly, it's not something anybody wants to remember, right? Nobody wants to remember wearing them. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe we all wore them for so long. But to think back, though, I do remember, I think my first mask that I ever had was like my mom in St. Louis had like sewn me a mask out of like an old pillowcase (laughs) or something with that like tied in the back because you couldn't buy them anywhere like you couldn't go to the store and buy the masks if you were even going to the store and I I remember you sent me you sent me a few and I was like wow this it's comfortable it's like it actually like looks Looks, okay okay. (laughs) I mean you know I swear I I don't know if anyone's watched The Handmaid's Tale I'm sure a lot of people have yeah but I can't help but you know think of that show as you know the extreme of what we were about to step into I mean all of us wearing face masks I mean it's kind of seems surreal and crazy yeah it is you know looking back so anyway but it was a great business for us you know and we definitely took the opportunity to start a company together. And we are continuing doing crystal uh, manifestation candles because we wanted to find something that uh, was a positive, something that was timeless and something that we could change and be, and yet at the same time be evergreen. So everybody got into crystals during the pandemic. It became a very big it word, crystals. Everyone's with crystals. So we decided to see if we could put crystals in wax, you know, and, and make candles. And successfully we did. They have great scents. They all have manifestation sayings. They're two and a half pounds. I mean, they're like heavy. You know, they'd say 14 ounces, but that's not. I love I love like a, a hefty candle. It's a hefty candle and they're beautiful in your house. So if and and you know, once you burn the wax, you can still keep the vessel. Like we have holographic ones that are beautiful. You can make put, you know, flowers in or you could make it a pencil thing or or makeup brushes, you know, instead of buying a cup for makeup brushes, you can use one of the so it's recyclable. Oh. Anyway, so it's very exciting. But we also have a home accessories line and we just launched a handbag line which is uh, exclusively at Saxo Fifth Avenue mm. right now um, and online at Jill and Alley. Amazing. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But speaking of looking back, a little more fun than looking back to the pandemic, I want to look back all the way to- All the way. All Let's the way, go. All, all the way. way. to 2000 and something. Looking back, it's been 11 years since you left Real Housewives of New York and- or ish. It was. Like yeah, you're two, right. Yeah, 2011, I think, was when season four aired. Right, because I'm thinking 11. That's you're right. I started like 14. Uh, right. 15, maybe. And so that's obviously it's been a really long time, but I think it's fair to say you've never really left the Bravo fans' consciousness. You've always Thank been you. around. People have always thought about you, asked if you're going to come back, all of this stuff. Now that you're in this 
position where you're going to be back on a show, can you, do you look back and sort of, do you feel the impact of what the original Real Housewives of New York kind of did for the reality TV landscape? Because I think it's a big one. I, I know. I, I have to say, I remember being with the girls, the original five, the first season after the show was filmed and we were starting to do press and we were getting crazy press opportunities. And remember, none of us started our careers as actors. None mm-hmm. of us. So there was never an aspiration that that would happen. Like, you know, if you want to be an actor, you dream about, you know, your cover on Vanity Fair or your, co- you know, and you visualize it. You literally visualize all these things. That's what people do. Manifest, right? Um, but none of us had that. I mean, we all had different careers, but none of them had to do with television or being a model or an actor. So when all these things happened, like we got into Harper's Bazaar, not the cover, but it was a double page spread. It was unbelievable. Um, I knew, and I remember saying it to the girls, and I remember where I said it. We were in a hotel and we were shooting the New York Times. It's like a big piece. And I said, girls, like, do you, and we were fighting, you know, we were fighting, but we weren't fighting. Like we knew, like we had finished the season and was what it was. But then when you do press, you kind of all have to be grown ups and be like, okay, we have to do, you know, we're in this together. And I remember just saying, this is something, this, this is not normal. Like, this is not normal. This is not normal to be on a show and get, you know, all these different big press things. It was just so big. And I said, this is going to go on. This is it. Like I knew, I knew, I don't know if the other girls, I knew. And I remember saying it, that this is not normal. Well, and it's, it's, I think it's important to remember that at that point there had been Orange County for a couple of years, but there wasn't this like world of Real Housewives where you knew once you were getting into that, it was going to be a whole thing. You know, it was still this kind of idea you had signed up originally to do, it was like Manhattan Moms. You have uh, a good memory. It's own show. Not that many people know that. But that it, even once it became Real Housewives, it was like, okay. I like, remember <laughs> being mad. Well, so first of all, okay, so I've learned, I have a lot of reflection about myself now, uh-huh. looking back, and my char- I like to call them character flaws, and one of them is inflexibility, meaning like when someone tells me we're going to do something, if you change it, I'm not comfortable, I don't like it. I mean, I don't do anything, but like I know where my triggers are, you know, like, so like if you want to instigate something with me, just change the plan, and I'm going to, you know, react. Um We were filming the green screen. And for those who don't know, it's literally you're in a room with a green wall of paint or paper. And the reason they do that is so that they can put any image on the screen behind you. So they'll shoot you as a person in front of a green screen and they'll put a sunset, you know, a building, whatever it is behind you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how they shoot a lot of TV commercials and stuff like that. So we were doing that for the promo of the opening of the show, which now people know what that is. But back then they didn't. So we will. And by the way. Back then, if you can imagine the challenge, we had one camera in the room and the five girls were together. So it was like, okay, hold out the apple like this. Remember that that picture? Hold out the apple like this. Do it with your right hand. Do it with your left hand. Jill, stand in the middle. Jill, stand in the end. And we did that, you know, and that's how we shot it. Today, with the way technology is. They do it all by themselves, I think. Exactly. They all do it individually. And then with magic of television, they put them all together. So it looks like they're all together, right? Um, anyway, this is what I, this is why I brought up the story. So I remember we were shooting the first one and there was a director and everything was very secretive. It still is, by the way, you know, the magic of television. Um, and when you're on a reality show, when it's not your show, you're not a producer, you're really just like a hired, whatever they tell you what they want to tell you. They don't tell you what they don't want to tell you. We don't even, at that point, we didn't even know the questions to ask. You know, we were just there, you know, and we were just going along with whatever everybody told us to do. Show up here, show up there. We didn't really know anything. So, but you know, I was, I'm a little bossy. That's why I have a dog named bossy. I'm a, she's named after me. I'm a little bossy. And admittedly, so I was kind of the ringleader that first season. Um, everyone kind of looked to me because I had introduced everyone to the show. Not that I had any experience. I just happened to be the first one to get cast. And then I brought in Bethany. I brought in Luann. I brought in, um, Ramona in indirectly. So each of the girls had a better relationship with me that first season than they did with each other. After that, you know, things evolved. Mm, yeah. So I was kind of, like I said, like the ringleader or whatever you want to call it, um, self-proclaimed. So I remember going behind the camera where the director was and he had a notebook. And I'm like, oh, can I see that? Because it was kind of like, um, I guess, a book that he was using to help him make the shots, right? And I saw the words, The Real Housewives of New York City, and I saw the logo. I was probably the first one to ever see it, other than the inside people of Bravo, right? 
And I was so upset. I was so upset. And of course, I told all the girls, I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. It's not Manhattan moms. They bait and switched us. It's the Real Housewives of New York. What is this? Um, But you know, again, like I said, I'm inflexible. So I was like shocked and not happy. But then, you know, I sit with it. And this happens a lot, by the way, with my sister. Like I'll, we'll get into a fight or something, you know, and I'll be like, uh, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. And then I sit with it. And then I'm like, oh, shit, she's right. You know, I just right. need to sit with it a minute. So I sat with it. Obviously, I had no choice. And I realized I'm like, wait a minute. You know what? They know what they're doing. This could be good. Like Orange County, New York, what's next? And I, <laughs> I remember I went on and I bought because I'm such the entrepreneur. I bought the real houses of New York city.com. <laughs> Absolutely. I bought every combination I could find and maybe a few cities I could think of, but Bravo TV was it. In other words, that was before there was Bravo TV. Mm. So then when the show came out, they created Bravo TV.com and I'm like, okay, the real houses of New York city.com ain't going to be worth shit. Anyway, I kept it for whatever, and then I, I, I released them. But isn't that a funny story? That's hilarious. And that was before, I mean, you talk about bravotv.com now. It's like a, a whole thing like, to re- learn more about the housewives. But Bravo didn't have that kind of brand identity the way it does now where everybody knows, oh, I watch Bravo. There's all these fan pages. There's all this stuff going on about dedicated to Bravo. It was like Housewives was one of those shows that really helped create that kind of well, I'm, I'm good. Um, were you a fan of it at the beginning? Like, were you watching? Because you're young. So No, you, I. Uh, to be honest, no, I wasn't no. watching. How old are you now? I'm 27. Right. So you were like 10. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, hopefully your mother wasn't letting you watch the show. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I'm curious. So we were just saying how it's been, you know, this 11 years since you left the show and now you're coming back. And a lot of people have been keeping up with you in that time. But for people who maybe haven't been paying as much attention to you or listening to interviews you do or whatever, what are you kind of excited about people meeting in 2022, Jill Zarin coming on to this new show? That's a really good question. I think this show that just I've evolved, you know, you don't, people don't stay the same. I think that I've learned a lot by my experiences. One of the reasons I did the show, I remember saying this a lot in interviews 10 years ago or 20 years ago, was I did the show for three reasons. Um, I did it because I wanted to have a diary of my family. I thought it would be amazing. Like even now I could watch old episodes and see Bobby. I mean, I wouldn't have had that, Mm. you know, and in the best way. The other was to promote my brands, which obviously, you know, that's one of the reasons why I've stayed relevant is because I continued to work. Um, and obviously with Jill and Allie and Jill Zarin home products and all that stuff. Um, how many people have the opportunity to have a mirror of themselves so that you could really see what you look like mm. to other people and get feedback? And I think that's what made me a better person. Because even though I'm embarrassed about things maybe I said or did, or I don't think things were reflected necessarily the way I would have liked them reflected, it is what it is. And I learned from that. So it was those three three reasons I did it. And that's the only reasons really for me to come back was to promote my brands, to learn about myself in a different way. So when you ask me, have I, you know, how I feel now versus back then, or how I think people will perceive me now versus back then is I think they'll see hopefully a new and improved. Yeah. And I think, I mean, 
in terms of having a mirror of your actions, social media is a whole different world now than it was. Oh boy. <laughs> but, but it's better for me on this side of the um, aisle, if you, I don't know what the word would be, because now you have editing options, blocking options. You know, you, back then, I, I mean, it's so crazy to feel like how old I am. Back in the day, the beginning of Twitter, um, there was no such thing as blocking. Mm. There was nothing like that. You couldn't block people. Yeah. In the beginning, you couldn't do anything. Um, and on Instagram and all that stuff. And now, if if I don't, if I think someone, I don't mind if someone says something negative. In fact, like I said, it's a mirror of myself. So if someone says something, how I, whatever, how I look, how I behave, I may not like it, but I'm okay. Leave it there. It's okay. It's an, it's a free world. Thank God. You know, we could still all have opinions. I only want to block or do anything that's mean natured, you know, with no positive intent at all or whatever. I have the option of, I have two options. I could block them without them knowing it so that they can continue to have this dialogue with somebody, but I don't have to listen to it. Or in the worst severe case, I don't let them see me anymore unless they want to create a new account. And even that, when you block someone, it says, do you want to block them here and everywhere else they set up an account? Right, right, right. And, you know, very few people have more than one phone number, right? I mean, yeah. you really have to go through a lot of effort to create multiple personalities <laughs> on these things. So if someone tries to come out there, I mean, there were people who had horrible, you know, Instagram things, and I, and I couldn't stop them. And the worst, you know, in hindsight, was bravotv.com in the beginning. We had something called blogs when blogs were a very mm -hmm. big thing. Now I don't know if blogs are as big, that word. You know, now there's yeah. podcasts, replace blogs. They're verbal blogs, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what a podcast is? A verbal yeah, and like blog. Housewives, they do the after shows and stuff instead of the blogs. But, right. So what they did, though, is they we had these written blogs and we were required to write a blog every week. Mm -hmm. So we and that was the only way we could get the episode early, by the way. In the beginning, you know, none of us got the episode before you saw it. We all saw it at the same time because the truth is they didn't want to hear all of us calling Andy Cohen saying, I, I don't like the way I looked on this. I don't like this. Cut this. Cut this. They just rolled it, you know, uh -huh. and, and then it was like too late, but they wanted us to do these blogs. So we got it a few days early and we did them. But the thing was, is that Bravo allowed all the comments. They were never, they were audited, but I always felt, you know, cause I'm paranoid that they let the, whatever it was that I thought. And the truth is it's, it's human, humans, humans are monitoring it. There's no human who can monitor all of them. So you would look at them, you would look at the end of the week and see, you know, do you have more positive than negative, you know, and then sometimes I'd feel like, oh my God, they only put the negatives because people would email me and say, I left a comment on bravotv.com blog and it's not up and it was a positive. And then I'd be all paranoid saying, oh, oh, they didn't put up the good ones, only the bad, you know, that kind of thing. And believe me, all the housewives, everybody is human and we all, I just say it, right? They don't do that anymore. Yeah. And that was a big thing for all the housewives. We hated it because we couldn't respond to it. We couldn't control it. And now, you know, we all have our own individual dialogue with our fans and Bravo doesn't feel the need to control that at all. They kind of, they couldn't control it. It got out of control. You have so many options, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they stopped doing this whole blog thing. And I think that was a good thing. Yeah. So I guess my point is, is that being the first has many benefits. Mm. Um, but you're also like the guinea pig, you know what I mean? And, and by the time, if you're a housewife now coming on, all those kinks are out. And I think at least, uh, if I was coming on now, a, I would know what I'm getting into. Like the, back then we didn't know, like you said, we didn't know what we we're getting into. Nobody knew. So you know what you're getting into and there's more control. I guess there's more transparency now um, about how the shows are made and, you know, what's real, not real. And all those discussions have yeah. been hashed out. So the fans are smarter. Like I got a lot of heat for things that were so-called production issues that I got blamed for with the fans. Rightly so, because what they saw is what they saw. But there were reasons why they saw it the way they saw it. And of course, I can't tell you why. You know, right. I'm not, uh, that's, we're not supposed to tell you any of that. So that was frustrating. And those issues don't really come up anymore because the fans already know. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? They're breaking the fourth wall. Right, right, right. They do. They break the fourth wall a little bit now because in the very beginning, we were told that like not only could we not discuss in the show that we were housewives or that we were famous, but, it, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, like if I, I remember a scene once, I think it was with Bethany and we were in the New York Post and something, I think we were fighting over something that came out on page six. 
But the reality is we wouldn't have been on page six if we right. weren't housewives, but we couldn't say we were housewives. Right, it's like a vicious circle of, And, it, yeah. and, and I, I know that Andy and everybody at Bravo had a real hard time coming to terms with how to figure that out. Mm. And finally, and I think Denise Richards was the one who broke it, and I could be wrong, but there was a saying that if you said Bravo, Bravo, Bravo filming, they that they would cut it because right. they didn't want that. Like I said, the fourth wall's shown. So that got spread throughout all the shows and everybody, you know, knew that. And I guess Denise Richards was upset and didn't want something in. And she says, Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. And I think the first time, and I could be wrong, but I think it was the first time Bravo said, you know what? Fuck that. We're yeah. putting it in. And then after that, I think Ramona had a scene where she tried to block the cameras and said, you know, no more filming, you know, bravo, yeah, bravo, Yeah, it was at her birthday party a couple of years ago, yeah. Were you at that? No, I wasn't uh -oh. there, but it's on the show. It's on the show. Yeah. And, and, and you see they're breaking the fourth wall, right? But when they filmed it, I'm sure the girls thought that would be edited out. Right, right But right. now if you go on today, you know that everything, like also, like I'm here with you now, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we take a break, let's say, and someone says, you know what, can we stop for a second? I have to go to the bathroom or whatever. And then I'm drinking my soda and I'm talking or whatever. That's all in now. Right. You know, back in the day, you know, when you were on, you were on, when you were off, you were off. So it's, um, at least you know what you're getting into. Yeah. And so talking about, you know, the world that we're in now, the fourth wall is more broken. Obviously ultimate girls trip is, is kind about of, the fourth wall being broken. Right. It's a result of that. I thought it was really interesting. I watched an interview that you did almost exactly a year ago, I think it was with Access Hollywood. And you were talking about how at that point you said you were never coming back to Housewives. You said, it's never going to happen. I can never be what you think I am. I can never, I can never live up to that. I don't want to do the interviews. I don't want to do the reunion. A lot has changed in that year. First of all, Girls Trip is exists. They had just filmed the first season, I think, when you did that interview. And I don't think so. It was in it was in like May or June of last year. So I think it was They may have filmed it, but I don't think I knew about it. It was around the same time. But so that obviously is a whole different side of things. And I I know that maybe there had been a thing with New York a few years ago where maybe you were gonna be on a little bit and it kind of didn't pan out that way. Yeah, Dorinda blocked me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was what was different about Girls Trip that maybe made it a little easier to say yes to in terms of coming back into well, the Well, it fold? was definitely an easier way to walk back in. I loved it. You know, and if I could do those that I, again, and I'm sure I won't be able to, I'm sure it's like a once in a lifetime. I don't, I, there's so many housewives and I think it's a big success and all the housewives probably want to do it now because it's a week. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's with girls that I don't have any history with for the most part. So there's, you know, for me, I always, I have a lot of empathy. I have a lot of guilt. I have a lot of everything. So if I have a relationship with you, I don't want to say or do anything to hurt you. Not that I want it with girls I don't have a relationship with, but I don't know them. Right. So I'm, I feel like I could be more honest, you know, verbally honest, you know, saying what I'm really thinking. And I just, it had a beginning, a middle and an end. And there is no reunion. You know, and, and yeah, the reunions are really hard. Yeah, they, they're they're hard. I mean, the show is hard to watch after it's filmed, you know, because you're reliving a lot of the stuff that goes on again. How are you feeling about watching this season of Girls Trip? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listen, we all have our moments um, and I definitely don't want to ruin that for you, but you will not be disappointed. I certainly have my, <laughs> my moments, but I'm not. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it is what it is. I yeah. don't expect anything to be a surprise. I mean, I am exactly who I am. So if you like me that way, great. And if you don't, you don't. But I know that that's exact. I don't feel like I'm going to be misrepresented in any way. I think that it, you know. Yeah. I was exactly the way I felt. Like back in on the show years ago, there were things and stuff going on behind the scenes in for me, you know, that especially with Bobby being sick was part of it um, that affected my behavior, affected my state of mind and all these things that you didn't necessarily know when you watch the show. Mm -hmm. Talking about other women in this cast, how did that go when you were in negotiations or talking to them? Did you know anybody else who was considered to be there or was it a surprise? Was no, it I, I don't think I was told any of the girls. So when when you found out who- I knew why well, I knew it was Dorinda's house. Right. That I was told. What were your expectations going in with the different women in the cast? Like, was there anyone that you were really excited that you were going to get to know better? Or was there somebody that you kind of were a little, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to vibe with them. Like, what was your. No, kind of I was, process? I had no, um, only positive. I was just, listen, I'm a real, 
The reason why I love doing the housewives when I did is because I'm a real girl's girl. So like in my real life, last night I went to a, a charity event and, you know, all my, and I actually, I brought Julia Hart with me. Oh yeah. From um, my unorthodox life. And she is fabulous. Um, but she's newly single. And I wanted to introduce her to my other single girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I have many from, and they're single for many reasons, either widows or divorced or whatever. And I love that camaraderie. Like I planned a trip to Cuba. This is like four years ago. And, and I had eight girlfriends go to Cuba. Now that would have been fun to follow. You have no idea the drama. Like one girl went out, you know, snuck out one night to go out. Didn't, don't even ask. So I love that. I mean, that's my organic, natural life where some of the girls on the show are not girls' girls in real life. Right. You know, they're businesswomen, they're focused or family or whatever. They don't have a lot of girlfriends. So I was really meant for this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like with this cast, I mean, there's so many different dynamics. Obviously, all of you used to be on Housewives and have been off of your shows for right. certain amounts of time. Some of you, you know, you have, you know, Ali is a grown up and like, you know, you have like Dorinda and Vicky and like other people there who have older kids, but then you also have like Eva and Phaedra right, with babies. Who, yeah. Who are still, you know, yes. actively raising yes. their kids. So was that like, I feel like that's well, what so was many great about layers. this trip is that everybody left all their so-called baggage at home. Yeah. Right. So everybody, like I wouldn't have even known Eva had kids. I mean, okay. not to say she was taking care of her family, you know, remotely yeah, yeah. and doing all the stuff she did. But most of it was done, like, in her room or whatever. Like, when we were together, we were very present. Everybody was very present. By the way, there was no cell phone service there. <laughs> so that made it around the area. So it was made it much easier for us to be, you know, present. But, you know, we were really, for a week, like, mostly phones off. I mean, I checked in with my family at night. But yeah. all day long, I was very present, you know. And it was so nice. What was it like spending that time with Dorinda? Cause like you said, you know, she maybe interfered with you coming back on the show at one point and you were never housewives at the same time, but obviously people think of you together because you both had this impact on real housewives of New York. What was it like? Kind of. You're going to have to watch and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> that's must, that's must see TV. Yeah. Oh, so my comment is, is that back in the day, mom is a fun fact that she brought Dorinda on in season four, four, um, at a fashion show. Oh, it was for Jennifer. Jennifer, my stepdaughter's charity. Um, charity. I knew Dorinda when she was married to Richard. He was as good as she said. I mean, he was a wonderful man. And in fact, my sister, Lisa, who has a radio show, the Lisa Wexler Show in Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, had Richard on her show many times as a commentator because he was like a politico. He was very involved in politics. And, you know, when he was sick and he was, you know, dying, I was there. I remember having lunch with her and another girlfriend. And I tried to be there for her. And afterwards, you know, I tried to, I don't want to say cheer her up, you know, not to cheer up, but to, I took her to, I remember taking her to Lincoln Center to a gifting suite during fashion week to try to load her up with free stuff and all that stuff. And I really liked her. And I invited her to one of the filming events. And I actually sat her next to me because I wanted her to be on the show because I thought she'd be a great housewife. Though one is not connected to the other when she did come on. It had nothing to do with her being there when I was there. But I did try to get her on. I don't even think she knew it. But I just thought that she was great, you know. So it really hurt my feelings you know, later on when, you know, there was an opportunity. Right. That she wouldn't, you know, want me to be on it. And it was just to be a few days. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's, it's history. It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, that is true. I did bring Dorinda on the show. So if you're a real eagle eye, she was wearing a red jacket and she had her short blonde bob. <laughs> you can't miss her. Oh, it's wild how things come back around like that. Like I know. Um, well, I like knew she'd be great TV. And Dolores I was, right. was on Jersey Housewives like years before she ever officially came right. on the show. Right, and right, stuff right. like that always happens. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are 
definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I've heard some of the other women who were on Girls Trip with you. Uh, Brandy went on, Dorinda went on Brandy's podcast. I've heard Phaedra talk about how it really was kind of an exhausting week being there just because it was so compacted and you were filming this whole show and you were working long days and Dorinda said there were like just people everywhere at the house like what was that experience like when you're when in the past you had filmed a show obviously over a period of weeks or months and had you know filming I I just I just go along with what it is I loved it I absolutely loved it I loved the crew I wish they didn't all have to wear masks yeah. And all that stuff, because I don't even know what they, if I saw some of them on the street, <laughs> you know, they know me like intimately and I wouldn't even know them because they were wearing a mask and I feel bad about that. You know, at the end, I remember, you know, trying to take a picture with everyone saying, okay, masks off for a picture, please. And we've always loved our crews. Like even we did something, I'm sure I could say this, it probably won't make it to air. We went to the Miami a few weeks, a few months ago and we were there for a party for the houses of Miami mm-hmm. and our old crew from season one yeah. was there. Oh yeah. So it was like amazing. I was 14. You know, they knew Bobby. Like, it was great to see them even for 10, 15 minutes to have this, like, familial connection. Yeah. History. Yeah. I've heard, I mean, I've heard lots of housewives and just people who have done shows like this in general talk about you're, you're spending so much time with those people and they're in your house for all of these moments. Which, by the way, that's why I don't understand sometimes when housewives have been, you know, allegedly whatever, you know, just rude to the crew. If you interviewed them, you know, who did you like? Who didn't you like? Like some of them will tell you that some of the housewives are just so rude. And so, you know, and and you're like, why would someone be rude to the people who are trying to, you know, make you look good on TV or to help you? Right. Like, do you think that's going to help you in the, in the, I I just, yeah, (laughs) not even that. It's just like, I don't know. I just never understood that whole, like, you know, I mean, you hear, you know, rumors of like, you know, people are told, you know, you can't look them in the eye. And that's true. I mean, there are contracts that are written of certain celebrities and things like that, that if you work for them, you can't look them in the eye, you can't, you know, address them. And it's in contracts, like TV shows and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. I I know. Isn't that crazy? This is super random. Um, Brandy, I heard Brandy mention that Phaedra gave you all Bibles or prayer books at the girls trip did that like i can't confirm or deny (laughs) i'm like trying to imagine jill zarin being given a bible and i don't know how you would react (laughs) very well i if i if that happened i would i'm the one who would embrace something like that because i'm very spiritual okay okay there's really only one bible I mean, she, fun fact, there are versions Jill, of it. Jill loves learning about new religions. Yes. She loves it. She loves talking about it. She's a big okay. learner. All I'm obsessed with like Scientology. Scientology. Not, not that I want to be one, but right. I'm obsessed loves with like Leah Remini's show. Yeah. Oh, obsessed with that we show. We went to um we went to that temple once um with, with the red bracelet. Kabbalah. Kabbalah we went yeah. to Kabbalah, Kabbalah for a Jewish holiday. I mean, you know, I just I embrace all of it because it all comes from one place. Yeah. And by the way, none of us were alive when it all happened. So I don't even know why everybody's like arguing about it. There's no witnesses. That's a good point. <laughs> what? Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, thank you. There you go. You thank you, Gary. One. You found one. Oh, my gosh. Jehovah's Witnesses. I can't make this up. He's unbelievable. One-liner. So I, I want to talk about, there's this thing in the Bravo community that people talk about how you being like the the most desperate person to come back or always wanting, and like the first person who's going to call Andy. And it's funny because when I watched that interview from like last year where you were saying why you felt like that ship had kind of sailed for you and yep. you didn't want to do the reunions and stuff, I yep. was like, that's so funny because that's so opposite to how people think of you. I know. 
And I'm, I wonder how you feel about kind of that. Pisses me off. Idea. Um, I hate it. Do you want to tell them or should I? Go ahead. <laughs> Might've been my fault. I want to kill this girl. Because I think it's funny when she comments on posts because people pick it up. So I commented. Allie is my on commenter. On post with a phone emoji. Oh, the ring, ring, Andy. Yeah. And that was me. It wasn't her. It wasn't me. Oops. I had nothing to do with that. That was Allie. I, I'm not going to argue yeah. with people. Let them talk. Who cares? Well, as long as they spell my yeah. name right. Honestly, I was always told that, you know, just <laughs> say my name, spell it right. and we're all But good. she's definitely not desperate for anyone to call her. Um but I thought it was funny to participate in yeah, the right, hysteria right, right, that right. was happening. Can you set the record straight on this podcast? Yeah. So I, I also think when they announced earlier this year the kind of New York solution that they've come up with with these two, the reboot and the legacy, whatever. I mean, I think that's a compliment to you after being off the show for 11 years that immediately everybody's like, oh, well, Jill's going to be on it. it. It is a compliment. OK, so first of all, we talked about this yesterday at home. I hate the word thirsty. It's right. like a trigger for me. I don't know why, but it really bothers me. So yesterday, Gary came up with a new one. Do you remember? Oh, that was you. Alyssa, go ahead. What did you yeah, tell me? You're not I'm hungry. hungry. I like so that. I, it's right. So I'm not thirsty. I'll let someone else have a drink. I'm hungry. I want to eat food. You want to eat Wait, food? Wait, what did we say? Hungry, yes, yeah. I want to be successful. I, um, I don't like thirsty either. I, think I it, hate that word. Why do I hate that I also word? Think, well, I think first of all, people- And by the way, we're all, if I'm thirsty- Everybody on television's thirsty. Well, I think also every, people. Every, every, yeah. um, sorry, bachelorette, mm -hmm. every bachelor, everybody. If you're on, if you, if you're successful, you were thirsty, if that's the word. Well, I think also people still just don't like to see ambitious women who know what they want and are willing to ask for what they want and go get what they want. Like it's, you know, it's, that's a thing that like. But I don't know. I just hate the word. And some people have used it with me and you'll, you know, right. see, I do not like that word. Um, hungry, I like. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. So having said in the past what you said about your future with Housewives, when Roni legacy or whatever it's going to be is floated out there, do you feel a hunger for, for that? Gary, is there an appetite? Gary, how would I answer that? <laughs> Gary, how would I answer that question? It'll pick up. That her life is great. It could only be lead to problems. It's going to be more work. It's going to be. Who doesn't she, want to work? Who wants to play tennis 24-7? Right. She, look, Jill, everyone, time is your biggest enemy. So Jill right. wants to make the best use of her time to do things she really loves. And it takes so much time with makeup and with hair and wardrobe. She should not do the show. That's part of it. The other part of Jill is, like everyone else, you have an emotional um, part of you that can't resist. The rational that says don't do it, then the emotional... I love being famous. I love this. This was fun. I'm going to do it again. So it's a fight. It depends what day you ask her. Right. You know, really, really. I mean, it's like, look, at the end of the day, if you look at the history, she should not go back on the show. She should not because she has such a great life now. And, you know. Unless it's financial. In other words, like we have a brand. Right. And there's definitely an incentive to um, and that's just the reality is to be able to because my real life every day is working and that would have to be part of it if I was on it, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so for that reason, because I have my beautiful daughter, you know, who's starting her career, you know, building her business and brand. Of course, I want to do it anything I can for her. But if that wasn't on the table, I certainly don't, you know, need to do it. Right. I don't know. I mean, honestly, yeah. they haven't asked me. OK, so I don't have to answer the question yet. Yeah. And I don't know the answer. But I think that's. I, but I can tell you I'm not thirsty. I think that, that I is, promise you. That I'm is not a good way of sort of clearing the record because I think a lot of people would expect you to answer that question of like, oh, yeah, I'm waiting by the phone every day. Because like, of that phone emoji. <laughs> no, but I think before, I mean, it's like fun to play into it. That's but what I think, she was doing, being fun, but right. everybody else took it as. People so take it so seriously. They're seriously. Like, right. They're like, oh, Jill. So desperate. Jill, She's desperate. Badgering Andy 24-7. And like, so by the way, I will tell you something very funny, though. This I will tell you, which is hysterical. Uh -huh. So when that all came out, Allie and I were shooting our um, promos for our merch line, which, by the way, have you gotten any merch from us? Have you seen our merch? Yeah, I have yes. the Beverly Hills sweatshirt, which I love. Okay, so we have a whole line, everybody. I have a, I don't have it with me, but I have a Where's Your Diet Coke? thing, which I'm usually with my Diet Coke, right? 24-7. Right. And I have all the taglines, by the way, for the housewives that are on the uh, Legacy show. 
Ali, what are they? Like we did all these sweatshirts. Phaedra, Eva, all the taglines. Oh, yeah, yeah, All yeah. their t- best taglines from right. the show. We did sweatshirts. Um, and that, those will be coming out coordinated with the on show. On JillZarin.com. Which is great because all the fans who are, you know, getting excited, mm-hmm. they should buy them because the girls wear them on the show. Because I gave them all the sweatshirts when we were filming and the candles and everything else. They're live now. They're live now. They're live now. So you want to get it. Jill's yeah. And by the way, we have limited. And once we sell, sell out the girls, mine I'll keep, but the, I'm not going to reorder. So whatever we have, we have. Okay. Well, I have my I have my Beverly Hills one, which is very comfortable, very stylish, which I love. It's so. great. Right. And we have New York. I should have worn my New York one today. We have a code <laughs> for you. Can we give it now at the end of the show? Yeah, say it. You can say it now. It's Betches15 on JillZaren.com, 15% off. And Betches15 on JillAndAlley.com, 15 off. Amazing. Everything. Yeah, I love what you guys have done because obviously, like you said, you started with the masks at the very beginning of the pandemic. And I know you had just you had been, you know, doing your own career path. And then yes. obviously things took an abrupt left turn yeah. in March 2020. It really is cool to see you guys kind of evolve and grow this project together over the last couple of years. But like Gary said, time is my, you know, most sought after commodity. And I'm building, I just finished remodeling a place in the Hamptons and I bought, you know, a very big, you know, house in Florida that I'm gutting Mm. starting July 1. And that's going to take a lot of my time and energy and that's going to take like a year. So um, I have a lot of things on my plate. Plus we've got, you know, our brand. We I have a new tile line coming out right now. I have a new heated towel racks because I'm obsessed with like coming out of the shower. I'm obsessed with the whole shower situation. I need to have a hot towel. I need a great, you know, Kohler is the best. I have the Moxie, which has a speaker built into it. Unbelievable shower head, the best pressure, pressure ever. So I have that coming out. And But can I say a comment yeah. on coming back to the housewives? Yes. I think we've talked about this before that you'll never be more famous than you are now. Right. You don't need to do it to get more no. famous. And I was always scared. Like, will I get into college? Will I get That's a right. job? Like I was always so scared about the next step in life that doing reality show was like embarrassing. But now I feel like everyone's their own boss. Everyone has their own brand. I remember mom was the first person that said, buy your own name for your website. Right. Buy your name.com. Um, now that's the same thing with social media. Now that your TikTok, your Instagram has to be your name. It's like when a kid is everyone to buy it all. Right. You're your own brand now that I think doing housewives or not won't really hurt or help you. Oh, it could hurt me for sure. It it could hurt you. It totally hurt me. Mm. Because I don't think it'll change your life like it did 10 years ago. Like you're not first coming into the housewives for the first time. Yeah. But it could only we'll see what happens. There's a lot of risk to it because I have, you know, a reputation and I have, you know, brands to protect. You know, I have relationships with companies. Um, I have licenses. And if you remember what Ramona did with Kodak, you know, where she said, oh, they're so antiquated. I lost a half a million dollars because of her. Wow. You know, they canceled that contract with me because of her. So I have a lot to lose. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I think that's an interesting dynamic of this girls trip season, considering that all of you aren't currently on your franchises, that it's like, who in this cast 
really is dying to come back to their show, who maybe thinks this is a fun one week thing. And well, some of the girls admit it. Like yeah. they'll say it. They'll say, I really, you know, I, I mean, Vicky has said it a million times. Yeah. Right? And I and I think they need Vicky back personally. Mm. I mean, I'm not I don't work there, but I think that Vicky and Tamara both are missing on Orange County. I do. I think it was a tough season. I don't know. Did you see? You watched it. So yeah. What did you think? I have mixed feelings about <laughs> Vicky. I think Tamara for sure should come back. I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that's one of those things where they let them go a little without a plan in place to kind of pick up the sound, slack. F- sound familiar? Season four of yeah. Housewives of New York. Remember what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a good plan, right? There was no yeah, plan. Yeah. I mean, casting is tricky and sometimes it it's hard to know how things are going to work out, but you really have to be if like, you're, like, if you're Vicky letting go half your cast, yeah. So, so Vicky and I are friends. Right. We're friends from the beginning. She's one of the ones I can tell you, you know, that we, I was, you know, obviously very excited. One of your first phone her. calls. Um, you know, uh, love her, hate her, whatever. Vicky's just real and honest and amazing. Um, and she's a self-proclaimed original OG. And she is, you know, num- I, I like to call myself number six mm. because I was a sixth housewife cast. She was the first housewife cast. And she really, really wants to come back. And like she says, they're missing the best stuff that's going on in her life. Look what happened. Steve ran for governor. That would have been great. Then he cheated on her with this like 30-year-old, right? And then lied to her. This all would have been on the show. You know, it's I don't want to say it's like Brooks again. It certainly isn't. But, you know, it's another relationship with Vicky that blew up that would have been great television. I hate not great for her. But like she says, they missed the whole thing. Right. If you have that producer mindset, there's no denying that it would have been. And she says it. She says they missed all of it and it's still going on. Like she's still looking for that guy, Mm -hmm. you know, and so she trips here and she trips there. And that's television. That's like must watch TV. When you have a relationship with someone, which, you know, Bravo and all these networks spend millions and millions of dollars getting fans hooked on their show, right? They put out buses, they put out ads, they spend money, they do interviews, all that stuff. They get you hooked on the show, but the show isn't the show. The show is the people. And I think they've proven that, that shows are successful because of a cast, not a name. And, and the they've chemistry. proven that over and over again with the housewives of all the cities, the mm-hmm. ones that have the casts that live on forever and the ones where the cast doesn't work, the show doesn't work. Yeah, I think that's why this New York reboot that they're going to do with like a younger whatever cast they're looking for. It's like it's a risk, such a risk because they could find but they have to do it. They could find an amazing cast or but, a bad cast. Right. Or it could last a season. It's a risk, you but know? they have no choice yeah. because we are all aging out. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, you know, but some of us even might yesterday, be my mom, social security. I'm on one to Ramona's apartment yesterday with Luann. Like yeah, no cameras. Three of us were there. Yeah. They live in the same building. We see Ramona every day. Got my eyebrows done. What do you think? Got them tattooed. They look good. She's amazing. What's her name? I don't know. Karen. Yes. How did you know? Because Ramona posted about it. (laughs) I'm next. By the way, look at my eyebrows, everyone. She is the best because I was so worried they'd be too dark or too whatever. No, it looks good. I think sometimes when people do the microblading for the first like week or so, it looks like a little very dark clownish. Yours look great. But then they may not be as good in a month from now because they're going to lighten up. But I didn't want her to go too heavy because it was my first time. Yeah. They look amazing. You don't even realize I had like my real eyebrow is like under. That's going to have to all be tweezed now all the time. She created (laughs) a new brow for me. She did an amazing job. Anyway, my point is Ramona was Ramona and I live in the same building. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't make this up. Right. I moved into her (laughs) building and I called her. Gary went out on a date with Ramona. Gary. (laughs) Didn't you? He, uh, Tell us the truth, she took you to She took you to Mitch Modell's bar mitzvah. It was his son's bar mitzvah. Anyway, Careful, there's you're so much. Gary Dubin. <laughs> Gary Dubin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gary's the new Harry Dubin, everyone. Gary Dubin. Did you, ever, did you ever cross paths with Harry Dubin? Many times, but my lips have been uh, stayed, uh, sealed on my body. <laughs> uh, except to kiss hello. No, I love Harry. Harry's amazing. He's a great guy. He is. And he's got good taste. What can I say? He's got great taste. He's yeah. after great girls. Um, but anyway, so I went over there yesterday and Luann was there. And, you know, it's like we really authentically are friends. And that's yeah. why it always worked. Friends are not friends. Fighting, not fighting. Luann and her played tennis last week. I know. I mean, you you and Luann have always been always. tight with each other, whether yes. you're on the show, off the show. Well, any, that's why it was always authentic. Yeah. And you know, it's very funny. I don't know if you remember this, but on the last season, uh, 13, when Ebony was introduced to the show, she mm-hmm. was in the backseat of a car. I almost fell out of bed watching it. And she said they were trying to get her up to, you know, to get the fans to know how she came into the group or whatever. Right. And she says, oh, I met Luann at Jill Zarin's event. <laughs> you know, all ro- on New York, right. all roads lead back to me. Um, ironically, right? It's very funny. Right. But I mean, yeah, like they don't have to explain that. It's like, oh, yeah, at Jill Zarin's event. We know. <laughs> we um, get by it. the way, I'm doing my event again. Oh, yeah. I am. It's going to be July 16th in the Hamptons. It's a ticketed event, invite only. 
But we will have some, I think, tickets for sale, like on Charity Buzz and stuff like that, because we want to keep it, you know, people. Yeah. You know, you're and invited. it's going to be, you're invited. Okay. And you have no idea, like the amount, the gift, you know, we're known for our gift bag. Yeah. Um, the gift bags are so heavy so far and they're not even halfway full. So um, it's going to be great stuff. <laughs> well, you know how to throw a party. You know how to raise money for charity. Well, it's for Bobby, you know, and yeah. I haven't done it since I did it once after he passed and it just didn't feel right. And so obviously the last two years we didn't do anything. Um, and, you know, a lot of brands came to me and said, you know, can you do it again? Can you do it again? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it again, not only because of raising money for Bobby's, but also to promote our brand because we've mm-hmm. never promoted our own thing because I never really had something like that. So it'll be great. It's amazing. It's going to, I'm sure it'll be great. It's going to be great. And it's going to raise a lot of money for thyroid cancer. So that's what's important. Exactly. What's okay, the Gary, rumor, Gary? Gary wants okay. to clear up a rumor. What's the rumor, so Gary? There have been reports on a, um, I guess it's called a blog or something called Dumois that has some information that um, seems to have come from a personal source. Ali, are you Dumois? And if you were, would you be able to acknowledge it or admit I, it? I think I've cleared this up before. <laughs> I am not only not Dumois, but I'm pretty sure the real Dumois have been revealed. Yeah. Who? Like, Who's a- the real? Allegedly. Who? Allegedly. Some, some these girl, two girls. Let's talk about it after the show. <laughs> No. So, uh, Ali Shapiro is not Dumois. I'm not That's Dumois. Well, the, okay, the rumor started because two, you know, girls on TikTok, TikTok did a deep dive investigation and put all these pieces together and came up with equals Ali Shapiro, which we thought was hysterical. It's not me. I don't, I mean, you're so busy with your with your crystal candles. I don't think you have That's time right. to be Dumois. I have DM Dumois before, though, and they're very fast. Like, not about giving blind items, but about, like, commenting on other things and they're because they're so funny. Yeah. And they're very fast to respond. So whoever it is, very good. They don't they're have a day fat. job. <laughs> like, they're, not, they're doing pretty well. No, yeah. but it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> Amazing. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much Thanks, for stopping Jillian. by. Thank you for ha- So how much trouble am I going to be in after the show? Let's see. How many things did I reveal? 11. Am I in well, big trouble? I, I mean, I don't think you revealed, I don't think you revealed much about Girls Trip at all. I feel like, I feel like you were really. Yeah. And, and a lot of what I talked about was old stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not, so, you know. But thank you for having us. Thank you so much for being here. Love having you in the studio. We came. Yeah. We came. We conquered. <laughs> we it's, the came, biggest, we conquered. it's the biggest audience we've ever had. <laughs> really? Well, we all had COVID already, so we're all good. We just had it like a month ago, so we, we feel good about it. <laughs> I don't want to say I, good, but I, And you then know. I found it. <laughs> Gary, Gary lost it, and then I found it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.